Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 295, Drink It Till You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your week? I'm about to crack open my Miller Lite here. Take the first sip. Very parched. If you got them drinking, bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Oh, I don't know if carbonation helps major heartburn. Um, the amount of pizza I've eaten this weekend is not good <laughs> for my heartburn. Uh, I'm feeling it today, man. Um, just finished watching my Cowboys beat yet another New York team. Uh, feels pretty good. Uh, what was it? 30 to 10. I actually don't remember the final score. It was a pretty competitive game, uh, starting off. Uh, we had the Jets this time, the, uh, the Giants last time. Uh, pretty competitive in the first, you know, half of the game. And, uh, there's, we just ran away with it. Our defense is strong. Um, our offense is looking good. I'm, I'm really happy to be honest. McCarthy's calling the plays. Um, you know, you get a little too cute sometimes. I feel like Moore, Kellen Moore got a little too cute, uh, over the, uh, whatever, however many years he was here calling plays. Like you, you can't be cute, you know, like uh, football players, know football, you're not going to trick them. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're ready and waiting on the other side. So, uh, I'm really liking McCarthy. Uh, calling the plays. Uh, Zeke Elliott who? Um, never heard of him. All I know is Pollard is tearing it up, dude. Uh, Pollard's doing his thing, man. And, and you could see him waiting, you know, last season, the season before, for his shot to be the number one doing his thing. It's like, you know, Zeke was the number one and Pollard was number two. And it's like, every time Zeke gets a carry, it's like nothing. And then you get Pollard in there for a play or two, and he's getting five yards, six yards, something. You know, positive plays. Not every time. You know, nobody's perfect. Sometimes the line doesn't block for you all that well. Um, I'm loving Pollard, though. Um, you kind of worry about him being smaller, but he's using it to his advantage. I mean, he's quick. He's, you know, good luck grabbing him. You know, he's just passed you before you know it, and uh, yeah, Cowboys looking really good, and if you don't know, maybe this is your first episode you've listened to of Drink Until You Podcast, but I, I don't get into preseason, anything, NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL, I don't get into it, um, and I especially don't get into football preseason, Cowboys preseason, because... You know, they're going to say the same thing. And I'm sure other, you know, teams around the league have the same thing, the same problem. Oh, we're going to win it this year. You know, we're going to win it this year. We're going to go to the Super Bowl this year. It's like, I've heard that for so many years um, after, you know, being a child and watching them win championships. It's like, okay, this is going to be my life forever. Just championship after championship. And, and it stopped. Have not got a championship since I've been a grown adult. Uh, which sucks. You know, we've got close. The Dez catch um, versus Green Bay. Um, oh, the Aaron Rodgers thing, too. Speaking of Green Bay, no longer with Green Bay. So, supposed to be with the Jets uh, playing. Uh, went out week one. And there's a huge, like, conspiracy on X 
And it feels weird calling it X. I feel like it's a dirty website. I mean, I guess it kind of is. It just doesn't feel right. I, I kind of miss calling it Twitter. Um, but there was someone on X who actually tweeted out before last week's New York Jets game that Aaron Rodgers is going to tear his Achilles. I don't I remember when he said in the first quarter, the first half, whatever. And he actually called it before it happened. So now you have all these people talking about how rigged the NFL is and is this guy a ghostwriter for the <laughs> NFL? And it brings back that whole thing of uh, that I, I found out, I realized, like maybe a year ago. You can hear, you know, when I talk about it on the podcast, I can't tell you what episode it was. Um, but yeah, the NFL is basically the equivalent of uh, WWE, you know? Like, they can script their own shit. It's an entertainment business. Which, you know, I guess if you classify it that way, you can kind of make a script. I don't want to believe that because I want to believe, like, this is true competition. You know what I mean? Um, which I know these guys are out there competing. I'm watching the games. They're not they're not mailing it in, you know? Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Uh, who knows? How did that guy know he was going to do that? And, ha- and how so specific... I could be wrong on this. I haven't done any research before I'm about to say this. But I don't think an Achilles tear is very common. I really don't feel like that's common. I I would feel like it'd be more of the knees. You know, more of maybe if you're a quarterback, the shoulder from throwing. You know, maybe if you have some hand issues. Well, the linemen don't care if they have hand issues. They just wrap that shit in like bandage and just go at it. Uh, they're pretty pretty damn tough. But uh, yeah, man, it's almost the most wonderful time of the year, and I'm not talking about Christmas. Uh, my favorite time of the year, personally, you got MLB playoffs. You have the NFL back. You have NHL coming back October, early October. I think the Stars' first game is the 10th, the 9th, uh, somewhere in there. NBA. MLB, NHL, NFL, all at once. And it's not like it's the middle of the MLB season. Like, this is crunch time now. You know? Um, it's it's getting down to it. Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? Um, so let's go ahead and talk a little bit of baseball. I'll tell you what I know, what I saw. Um, and it's funny how it works, man. Like, baseball, they play so many games within a week. It's like... <laughs> By Wednesday, I'm looking at coming on the pot. You know, I'm making my notes for the week. I make notes every week so I can have something to talk about, you know. Um, So it's like Wednesday rolls around and we get the sweep of Toronto. We beat them four games out of four. We swept them. I'm all on my high horse. I'm ready to, you know, get on here and tell you guys how, you know, much better they're doing. And we're still in this and that. And before I can do that, the next series we have, we get swept by Cleveland. I'm pretty sure that was the last game of the series today. We lost 9-1. to one. Um, So before I can build any momentum to be, <laughs> be excited, um, they, they shit the bed, so to speak. Um, it's not over. We're still in a good position. Uh, to at least get the wild card, you know, that would be okay. 
It'd be even better if we could just be the top of our division and get in that way like we had been all season. But we're not bad, you know. Like, if we go on a four-game winning streak again, uh, we'll, we'll be okay. And, and I'll say the other thing that is also helping us is that the, uh, the Astros are flailing a little bit too, you know. Now, who would think the Oakland A's could beat the Astros at a single game? You know, even out of a three-game series, you think just the, the A's are going to get swept. The Astros are too good. Um, but for some reason, those shitty teams, man, they always sneak up on you. They want to play spoiler, which, is, you know, I think is cool. Unless it's against my team, then I don't think it's cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so before I can even tell you guys my excitement on us winning, um, I'm back down again. I'm down in the dumps. And uh, Scherzer's out. Scherzer's coming back in the playoffs. Uh, he might be the starting pitcher, which I think is you know pretty smart, especially if we go to wild card. We're gonna probably throw Scherzer in as our starter, and you know we need to advance. So uh, that's what I know in the MLB. Um, I can look up some standings here real quick. I thought I had them pulled up already. Uh, just to let you know, but I think the uh, Rangers are only a game back, maybe a game and a half at this point. Uh, Dodgers, Mariners, that's another team we have to worry about is the uh, the Mariners. They're flailing a little bit too. They didn't get swept, but uh, wait, actually, did they? That would just help our case get into the playoffs. Um I don't know if they got swept. So let's just look at the standings here, see what we got. We'll go over to the uh, NFL here in a minute, see where everybody's at, what games are still on. Uh, so AL East, you got the Orioles, the Rays fighting it out. Uh, pretty tight, tight race there. Twins, Guardians, uh, who my Rangers just lost to. Guardians are seven games back. AL West, you have Astros Rangers. Uh, our winning percentage is 550. Theirs is 560. We're one and a half games behind. Mariners are two and a half games behind. So, you know, there's a little bit of life there. It's not over. You know, we played a couple of bad series here recently, and it's put us in this position. But, um, you know, I have noticed the bats coming back a little bit when, when we played... When we played Toronto, man, we did pretty well against them. Uh, I think nine runs a game, like for a couple of games in a row there. Okay, moving on to the National League, you have the Braves, the Phillies. The Braves just look unstoppable. Uh, Phillies, 15 games back, man. Ugh, they're going to reach... They're probably going to reach the Phillies, 90 wins. That sucks. <laughs> They're nine wins away from 90 for the season, and you're still 15 games back. I mean, nobody saw that coming. I'm sure people had some hype around the Braves, you know. Um, didn't think they were going to run away with it, though. Uh, the NL Central, you have the Brewers, the Cubs. The NL West, you have the Dodgers, the Diamondbacks. As I said, the Dodgers uh, helping us out a little bit by beating those Mariners back. Uh, and I know it's going to be a huge series, man. I can I can already see it. Dodgers versus Atlanta. I really want to watch that <laughs> that series, that playoff series, man. It's going to be 
It's going to be dynamite. Uh, let's go ahead and take another drink. Cheers, everybody. All right. Moving over to the NFL. Um, let's go to the standing. So, yeah, that was the final score. My Cowboys 30, Jets 10. Uh, taking out the two New York teams real quick. Back-to-back -back weeks. Um, good to see, man. I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl, but I, I honestly, this is best-case scenario for me. Like, I, I'm excited about this. Like, I I don't listen to the hype. Like I said, I'm not going to let the radio blow smoke up my ass every season after season, year after year, you know, and tell me how they're just the greatest team in the NFL and we're going to win it all. And then we make it, what, one one round deep in the playoffs, two rounds deep, I guess, last season. Ended up losing against San Francisco. Um, but I, now I'm pleasantly surprised. You see how that works? I don't pay attention, <laughs> I slack off, and I somehow I come out on top. <laughs> I don't have the extra mental strain, you know, of uh, worrying about who's going to make the team. I got to say, too, uh, our field goal kicker, whoever we got to replace, uh, is it Van Zant? I can't remember his name, something like that. Uh, I guess he got hurt, now we have another kicker. A uh, soccer player, a footballer, and dude, he nailed one today uh, from 55 yards out and and with room to spare. Keep that guy. 100% after the kicking woes we had last season. I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, Maher missed a, a, an unprecedented, it was four field goals at least. It might have been five. Uh, to be honest with you, like by the second one, I was just like, what the hell is going on? By the third one, I'm like, this shit is rigged. By the fourth one, I'm like, it, they definitely paid him off. Maher can't make shit. He's been so accurate. Or uh, Yeah, was it Maher? Yeah. He was been so accurate all season, you know? It's like he can't do shit. But the guy I saw today, I don't know his name. Uh, he is a new guy. And, dude, he's got a leg on him, man. Like I said, 55 yards out, and he kicked it three-quarters of the way up, like, through the upright. So, uh, kudos to that guy, man. Keep that guy on the team. I always wonder, like, what, how do you find out about tryouts? I would love to go try out for the kicker. And, you know, <laughs> best-case scenario, you make the team worst-case scenario. Which is still kind of funny. You'd have something to talk about. You do horribly. <laughs> you know? Um, at least you'd have a story. Yeah, I tried out. It didn't go so well. I uh, I injured the special teams coach with a punt. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would happen. But uh, anyway, so let's go ahead and go over the standings. As I said, my Dallas Cowboys. I, I'm just so excited, man. It's it's the best. It's the best to not know and then just to see the way our defense is playing. Uh, we got a strong-ass team, dude. Like, oh, I'm so excited. So, anyway, here we go. Uh, the AFC East, and it's early on in the season. Um, so, you're going to have a lot of ties right now. Uh, you got the Dolphins leading the AFC East 1-0. 
Uh, you got the Jets right behind them with uh, with the single loss we gave them today. They're one and one now. Moving on to the AFC West, you have the Raiders in first place at one and one. You have the Chiefs. I guess they won their game today at one and one. Uh, AFC North, you have the Ravens at two and zero. You have the Browns at one and zero, and all other teams just have losses. Um, oh, the AFC South. I remember this from last season. Uh, it was a tight. <laughs> it was a tight run the whole time. Something crazy happened last season that I've never seen before, and I can't remember what it was. Some kind of like tie, in in this uh, in this division. I can't remember why it was so funny. Uh, anyways, AFC South. You have the Jaguars, number one. You have the Colts at number one. They're both one and one, so. Uh, Nobody really pulling away there. Uh, did not see the Eagles play today. The NFC East, you have my Cowboys at 2-0. You have the Eagles at 2-0. You have the Commanders. I guess they won their game, too, at 2-0. A three-way tie for the NFC East. Uh, the 49ers looking strong once again, 2-0 uh, in the NFC West. Followed closely by the Rams at 1-1. NFC North, you have the Packers at 1-1. You have the Lions at 1-1. NFC South, you have the Falcons at 2-0. And, oh, and you actually have the Buccaneers minus Tom Brady at 2-0. Or did he officially retired, right? Well, he's, he's not playing there anymore, right? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, the amount of times the players retire and come back, you can never tell. But I'm pretty sure he's not the... Uh, He's not the quarterback for their team. So there you go. There's a little bit of NFL, man. It is exciting. It's back. And I got to say, unlike years past, uh, this year I am consuming many, many NFL games. Um, I've said this before. I'm kind of stubborn, you know? Like, I, I only like watching my team. I only like the Cowboys. You know, that's like other sports I love a lot of teams in baseball. I love a lot of teams in, in, in hockey. I love a lot of teams in the NBA. But when it comes to NFL, it's only the Cowboys for me. Forever and ever. Always has been. Always will be. My number one team. I don't root for anybody else unless it's going to help us. You know. But it is straight up just Dallas Cowboys for me. Um, but I am watching more games. And, I, you know, it's, it's going to help. It's going to help to know just from my personal point of view what we're up against when we do play the Eagles, how do they play? When we do play uh, Washington, you know, how do they play? What are they gonna do? What are they gonna pull? You know, so uh, it's a it's a good it's a good start to the season, man. I'm I'm not getting too too high about it. I'm not gonna get low about it. Um, you could turn anything into a negative. You could turn two wins into a negative pretty easily, right? Yeah, we might have won the first two, but the Giants aren't very good and the Jets aren't very good, so we're just beating up on easy teams, easy schedule. I mean, you could turn anything into a negative. Um, I'm keeping it positive, man. I, I know what I'm watching, and, um, dude, I, I don't know how else to say it. We just look good, and we look threatening, you know, um, with our run game and our pass game. C.D. Lamb, bro, get out of here, man. He's so quick. Um, yeah, just looking really, I mean, the kicking, that's a huge thing too. Keep that guy we have, keep the, whoever that was today, 
whatever his name may be, just keep that guy. He's uh, 55 yards out convincingly is not easy to find, I feel like. A lot of kickers struggle to, uh, to find that. So let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. In the world of UFC, I have no idea what happened. Um, I got to uh, get together with some friends last night for some game night, which was really cool. Um, I got there super late. Um, I had other stuff going on, but I did make it, and it was fun, and it sucks. Like By the time I showed up, I guess everybody had been there for a couple of hours, kind of ready to go home. I only got really... A couple of games in, and it was over, you know? Um, and I got to tell you guys about this, dude. I am so excited. Shout out to James for for selling me um, his SG. Dude, I've, I've been a Fender guy my whole life. I've, you know, my first guitar I got, like, legit guitar I got was a Fender Stratocaster when I was 11 years old. I still have it. I cherish that thing. Um... Even though it needs some, it needs a little work right now. It's missing a string. It's got to be soldered. You know, something, something's kind of scratchy with the uh, volume knob. You know, probably need some things replaced on it. But I, I've been a Fender guy, man. So, you know, I had this guitar since I was 11. I still have it now. As I got older, I kind of started getting into Fender Telecasters. You know, a little bit lighter of a guitar, more you know, I guess thinner neck, you could say. Uh, probably thinner strings, uh, which you can do really whatever gauge strings you want. But, you know, it's it's made for the country style guitar. So I fell in love with the, you know, obviously the Stratocaster and then the, um, the Telecaster, man. I have a, a semi-hollow Telecaster and I love, it's solid white and I love this thing to death, man. This is like one of my favorite guitars I've never owned a Gibson before. I've played on a couple. You know, I've played on a Les Paul. I've gone to Guitar Center and jammed out and seen what's up, but I've never, and I've always loved the SG. You know, the Les Paul is, it's okay. It's heavy as fuck. You know, like, the the neck is wide. It's it's really got a thick neck, so you got to kind of really reach more to to get your chords I feel like you know it's not the smoothest to play just from my personal experience but I have played an SG before and I love the SG so for the first time in my life this isn't an Epiphone SG this isn't some kind of knockoff what is it uh, what's the Walmart <laughs> brand of guitar you know uh, it's it's not it's it's a straight up Gibson SG and I'm fucking pumped. I have not yet plugged it into a speaker to an amp to jam on it. I've been really honestly busy lately, uh, but I'm so excited. Shout out to James, man! Thanks for selling it to me. It's like it's pretty much a bucket list thing. Since I played an SG back in the day, uh, old guitar player I used to play with Ben. He had an SG and I, I fell in love with it. You know. I love how light the body is. I love how thick and heavy the neck is. I love the way it sits in a strap. Most guitars, you know, the, the body is heavy, so the neck's always pointed up. On the SG, the body's so light and the neck's so heavy that the the headstock points down toward the ground when you're not holding it, you know? And I love it. I love the way it sits. Angus Young, 
Um, SG, huge SG player. Um, and mine's solid black. The one I got is solid black. I'm just, I'm so excited, man. I've never been into anything other than Fender. Like I said, when I played in SG back in the day, like, yeah, it was a goal. It became a goal. But I really didn't think I would um, get one for a good long while. So super excited to have it, man. And I just kind of have this kind of silly fantasy as a musician about, you know, how many songs will I write on this guitar that I wouldn't have written on a uh, Telecaster, on a Stratocaster, you know, like it is different, man. It brings a different vibe. So, you know, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to see, you know, what, um, what kind of music this guitar holds. So, uh, yeah, one of my bucket list things, man. I'm, I'm finally, I finally got an SG. I'm super excited. Cheers, everybody. I'll eventually post pictures. Um, anyways, what do we got? Videos of the week, possibly. Okay, so I'm sure you guys have all seen the uh, the lady on the plane freaking out. <clears throat> you know, that motherfucker right there is not real. <laughs> but the internet wins again. Once again, the internet wins they made this, you know, animated version of her doing that and freaking out on the plane. <laughs> and who you have sitting in the seats is there's like Santa Claus in the back. There's a unicorn sitting next to him. There's a there the Grim Reaper is typing on his phone. Uh, there's an alien with like, you know how they used to fake like a uh, fake disguise like the glasses with the nose and the mustache it's like an alien wearing that dude i'm just fascinated honestly by how quickly people can do this like how quickly there's bigfoot back there <laughs> there's a vampire behind the grim reaper it's awesome santa claus is reading his paper he's looking up while this lady's yelling uh i'm just fascinated by how people do this so quickly and it's not to say this video came out yesterday. Like, we've all seen this video for a good while. But I don't know, man. It's just cool to me. It's cool that someone has that. Uh, what I wouldn't even know what program to use to start doing that. At Petty Parrot is what it says in the, uh, the animated cartoon. At Petty Parrot. I'm not sure if that's an X account or not. I'm assuming it is. But uh, bravo. Good job on the video, man. It's... It's amazing. I want to be able to do something like that. I want to be able to make a video, you know, because animation is cool. You know, you, you learn that from South Park. You learn that from F is for Family. You can do significantly more fucked up scenarios <laughs> with uh, with cartoons. And you can't, you know, there's, there's a scene in F is for Family that sticks out in my mind where the kid is, I don't know, the young kid is after something in his parents room and uh, he thinks his parents are gone from home and they they come back earlier than he thinks you know so he hides under the bed they, he doesn't hear him coming in the house there's you know hears their voice outside the room he's like oh no hides under the bed i'm not supposed to be in mom and dad's room you know and it, it just tur so happens that mom and dad were feeling a little frisky that night and they end up getting it on 
on top of the bed while the kid is underneath the bed. It's like you can't do that with actors. There's no person in their right mind. What is the kid in the show? Six or seven? Maybe eight? Like there's no, <laughs> there's no casting that would ever do that. You know, you can't do that. I, I can't, you know, and they made it graphic too. Like the dad's balls are like flapping over the edge of the bed and the kid sees somehow he's like trying to figure out a way to get out you can't do that with real people <laughs> you know you just do some animation and you do a little kid voice even though it's a you know it's an adult doing the kid's voice or whatever but <laughs> you can't get in trouble for that so anyways i'm just fascinated by how people do this so fast and so so accurately um so there's one of my videos of the week the the account I saw it through is at everything OOC. Um, you can also check out my Twitter. It's an, under my likes, at Drink Until You. Um, this video got me, dude. I was at work the other day. I kind of randomly stumbled on this video. And I watched it. It's like 30-second video of, uh, of Steve Harvey. It was his birthday. You know, he had his show and everything. And uh, they bring these people on the show that he hasn't seen in years. And Steve Harvey just burst out in tears. And it, it kind of got me, to be honest with you. Like, it almost made me tear up. Because, you know, you, you see Steve Harvey. He's, you know, a funny, you know, he's a funny guy. He's a comedian, obviously. Like, he's always telling jokes. He's never serious. But to see him in this serious light... And thanking these people for what they did. Basically, he was 26 years old without a place to live, you know, no money, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they, uh, these people owned a furniture store and they helped him out. They gave him a place to live. They gave him, a, I think they, uh, the furniture store, they gave him some kind of job, you know, in the furniture store. I can't remember exactly. Um, and on top of it, he was a comedian, you know, he had to travel and they basically hooked him up and helped him out with their travel agent and like all expenses paid. He traveled on their dime as he built a reputation, you know, Kings of comedy, all this and that. And so they brought him on the show years and years later after, you know, he's like, man, I've been trying to find you guys. I, I've been looking everywhere for you just so I can say thank you. And he's tearing up. And it's just a wholesome video, man. To see Steve Harvey in that light. I love Steve Harvey already. I used to watch his show. I've seen his stand-up. Like, I, yeah, respect, man. Um, and just to see that level of, like, it made him cry, you know? Just to see that level of these people giving a fuck about someone else. Other than, you know, they could have just said, fuck off. We have a furniture store. We're doing fine. We're not going to help any, you know, whatever. They chose not to be that way. And they changed this man's life. And we all know who he is now because of what they did for him. So that's one of my videos of the week, man. It's uh, it's a pretty wholesome video. Um, helping someone like that that's young and broke is uh, obviously was huge for him, man. It, it springboarded him to where he is today, you know? And the fact that, somebody said this in the comments too, the fact that he couldn't find those people even after he made all his money is just says even more about those people. They had to track them down. 
they weren't tracking Steve Harvey down to be like, hey, where's my money? You know, remember all that? You know, we gave you a place to live. We gave you food. They didn't do that. They just kept doing their thing, and that's that's rare to find. I feel like, unfortunately, I wish it wasn't so rare, but um, yeah, I feel like that's super rare to find. So uh, that's it. I don't know. That's awesome, people, man. It's it's good to see stories like that, and I happen to have, you know. A soft spot for Steve Harvey because he is funny. Um, you know, he, <laughs> there, I don't think I've, I've seen clips of his show a million times and I, there's barely been any times I haven't laughed. I mean, he's just naturally funny. You know, he's a great human being. It seems like I don't know him personally, but, uh, yeah, he just seems like a great person. So anyways, there's one of my videos of the week, my last video of the week, and then I'll get out of here. I'll finish this drink off. Uh, don't drink and drive, get an Uber, get a Lyft. Um, this is at, I don't know why baseball is posting this, but baseball history nut, their, uh, handle is at nut underscore history. Um, so this is an old video of uh, these people are having like a 200 yard dash. It's Wayne Gretzky. It's Pele. It's Bjorn Borg and Sugar Ray Leonard. So... Yeah, I mean, out of those names, if you just gave me those names and said they had a 200-yard dash, who do you think would win? I would immediately say Pele. Immediately. Just because of how much they have to run in soccer. You figure all of those players are fast. You know, um, Sugar Ray Leonard, I mean, I wouldn't think he was that fast. Wayne Gretzky, yeah, if you put some skates and some ice under him, he's probably going to fly by everybody. Bjorn Borg, I'm not too familiar with. Um, but the one that comes out on top, I mean, he smokes these guys, these other professional athletes is Wayne Gretzky. If you can believe it. I mean, he just leaves them in the dust. I would not think, and, and I know like, to be honest, like hockey players are probably like in the best shape out of any of the four major sports. They've got to be in the best shape, dude. Doing 30 second, second, um, shifts at a time skating your hardest whilst having another 220 pound man lean on you to try to stop you or whatever uh, they gotta be in the best shape but I didn't think I would have never thought Wayne Gretzky's goofy tall ass was so fucking fast but comparatively yeah he beat them all um Pele that just go you know I don't know the fastest players in soccer but uh, Pele, that just goes to show his ball control. Having ball control can change your game because he's a legend. Pele's a legend. Like, he's been a legend since before I was born. He was a legend when I was a little kid. I always looked up to Pele. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you would think he would be the fastest, but he's just not. So that just kind of leads me to believe he just had immaculate, well, I mean, I already know he had immaculate ball control, and that was a lot of his game. It wasn't outrunning the competition, though I'm sure he did sometimes. You know, it wasn't about that. It was about controlling the ball, using your body to shield the ball. Uh, you don't have to be the fastest person to have skill, you know, which is really fucking cool. Um, I just thought it was unique that uh, Wayne Gretzky, of all people, was the fastest out of that group. Uh, I got to look up Bjorn Borg. If he's like an Olympic runner, I'm going to be even more blown away. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, so anyways, there's my videos of the week. 
Uh, we talked a little MLB. We talked a little NFL. Like I said, I missed UFC. Um, I think last weekend I just, it was such a good main event. I just, you know, not that I don't want to watch anymore. It's just that, you know, you're not going to match that. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I could be wrong. There's probably some good fights that I missed. I'll have to go back on pay-per-view and see. Uh, what I did miss. So anyways, that's going to do it for, for me this week, everybody. Episode number 295, Drink Until You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts till the last drop. As always, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. I got a little bit left here. Uh, if you got them, drink, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Uh, uh, I think this did help my uh, my heartburn, though. Um, I don't feel it anymore. It'll probably creep back up in an hour or so. I'll probably have to run and get some Tums, but I think the carbonation kind of killed the heartburn. There you go. Don't let anyone tell you beer isn't good for you or has no benefits. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's working for me. I don't know. All the bubblies just made it go away. All right, guys, that's it for me. Have a good rest of your weekend. Be safe this week. I love you all. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you next week. Bye.